Okay, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, to everyone watching this episode. We're very excited to kickstart this episode as, you know, it's a very new industry here at the clubhouse. It's the modeling industry, something we never had before yet. So we're very excited to tap into this industry. But before we begin, if you're new here to the clubhouse, you're in the right place if you want to become successful, receive free mentorship, advices about the various industries from top tier professionals and reach all your dreams. Here at the Clubhouse, we delve deeper into the lives of successful individuals and different career paths and how you can do the same. So welcome to the Clubhouse, where successful people are born and made to inspire others. And before we introduce our special guest for today, my name is Miguel Mendoza. And I'm Zach Pena. So before we begin, we just like to say that this is season two of the Clubhouse podcast. It's called Visualizing Your Dreams. This is where we all take the next step towards reaching our goals and reaching success. So if you guys don't already, please check out our new social media platforms, which are YouTube, it's called Clubhouse Podcast, and TikTok, also Clubhouse Podcast. So the reason why we started doing this is because we realized that there are auditory learners, but they're also visual learners. So that's what we're trying to provide here. So yes, this is a very, very exciting industry, I'd say. I'd also say it's, um, we have a guest that has mixed industries also. She's a jack of all trades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she is a marketing manager for Pukot Kitchen. She is under Prima Stella, the Prima Stella modeling agency. She is both a digital and traditional artist and she started from the bottom and she's definitely going places. Everybody, <laughs> please welcome my Daisy Zambrano. Hi, Daisy. Hi, hi, Daisy. hi, everyone. Hi, Zach. Hi, Miguel. I'm so happy to be. Um, the, this is the first episode of um, the second season of Clubhouse. Second episode. Second. Oh, second. Oh, wow. So I'm not the first. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, but I'm so happy. I'm so happy to be here. Um, Honestly, yeah, thank when, you so um, much for joining us. Yeah, yeah, Zach, when you asked me to join, I was so um, taken aback because, I don't mm -hmm. know, I feel like people don't normally come to me to ask me to speak, you know, and it's it's a little bit sad because I love to speak and you'll find out yeah. um, <laughs> throughout this episode, okay? Yeah, 100%, yeah. Very excited. <laughs> yeah. Also, but I want to say, I am not yeah. a jack of all trades. I am a master of all trades. A master of all trades. <laughs> wow. I am so confused. I am so confused. <laughs> yeah, but to, to begin this episode, like we'd like to ask, like how we usually start this, like the past episode, episodes, like how did you... Like start your journey in modeling and like your other like the other industries that you tapped into like wh what's your story okay so um since like the topic of this episode is modeling um i'll start with that i got into modeling when i was like nine i think nine years old because my friend at the time well we're still friends but my my best friend <laughs> um her mom launched like a like a line of clothes and it, it happened to have like um kind of like an area for kid clothing too. So my friend and I joined and there was like a fashion show. And I, I remember joining that, like I felt so good afterwards. Like it felt so mm -hmm. nice to be up on a runway, even though I think at the time I was like under three feet. No, I don't know how tall I was. I was short, like, I mean, like it was, I was a kid, you know, but I still, mm -hmm. at the time I knew that I liked it. Um, it wasn't something that I thought I would um, end up doing in the future, though, because I remember I was more into 
cooking. Um, I was more into painting at even nine years old. I was into special effects makeup. So it wasn't modeling per se that I was into, like not so much the glitz and the glamour, but everything else. Um, mm -hmm. It was only when I entered my teenage years that I felt like I needed to monetize one of the things that I could do. And I'm just being <laughs> honest, like I needed money, you know? So um, what better way than, you know, getting photos of yourself, nice photos, you know, in exchange for money. So I thought, okay, that's perfect. <laughs> um, so when I was a teenager, I started to delve into this like, um industry more um but i started off really with friends that had their own businesses so clothing and accessories etc and they would reach out to me and say hey um we can't pay you but can you can you take a picture with our clothes or can you join us for a photo shoot we have photographers we have makeup artists we can't pay you but like you'll get you'll get merch after um and i would always say yes because like it, it seems pretty promising right and it was pretty promising because i am where i am now because i said yes to those things um oops sorry uh i i don't know i i, I was really doing this for a few years kind of just saying yes to these uh, you would call them x deals in this industry um mm -hmm. yeah. and then i realized you know what like i can get paid for this so i started to become more selective about the the brands and the people that I was affiliating myself with. Um, and then eventually I kind of set up like a persona for myself, like um, an image for myself. And I did this through social media. So social media definitely played, uh, played, sorry, played a very big part um, in molding me, especially because um, at some point I was considered more of an influencer than an actual model. Which is okay with me. With me, I, I don't care as long as it brings. What, what image was that? <laughs> um, well, personally, I just needed to post professional photos of myself modeling, kind of like because social media for me played um, a part that was like a portfolio. You know what I mean? Like it was a digital yeah. portfolio. So if anyone wanted to trust me, they would just go on my Instagram, and then they would see, okay, she can post like this. She looks good wearing this. So. Um, for a while, I took my focus um, on Instagram more seriously. So I really sculpted who I was. So the photos that I posted, it had to be in a feed and it had to be filtered like this. And, you know, and then um, the more I got comfortable with myself, the more it became, I became like lax, relaxed. So um, now my Instagram is very casual, but that's my journey. So I set it off. Um, just doing stuff for free, um, posting on Instagram, and then eventually, um, yeah, I got scouted. Really, like any this other how person, you got into I got the, scouted. This is how you got into the agency. Yeah, actually, um, I I was doing a lot of freelance shoots while I was here. So basically, people would just refer me to photographers and say, "Hey, okay, this girl, she can, she can do this," you know, and then. I would sometimes say yes, sometimes say no. But one time there was this makeup artist who I hadn't met, but she knew me through my Instagram, my digital portfolio. And she referred me to a big photographer from Manila who was doing a camera, kind of like a camera show here. So for Lumix, the camera brand. And he came here with a set of wow. like a big group of other photographers. And it was, um, his name was 
Sander, I mean, his name is Sander Angeles. So Sander Angeles, he shoots kind of like Badua style photos in Manila for a lot of big celebrities. And I, I've seen his work before, but then when he came to um, Cebu, that's when I was like, whoa, this guy's pretty big, you know? And um, I shot for him and some of his friends. There were like, I think four other photographers. I did their show in a mall. And then afterwards, Sander went up to me and he said, you want to do this other, this other shoot like you want to do this other sh- I'll pay you for it right so it was a styled shoot um and then after that shoot it was a success so um he asked me if I was part of any agency and I said no I'm not because on in all honesty I was very selective about choosing my agency while in Cebu I yeah. it's not that I didn't trust any of the agencies here it's that um I didn't want to say yes to anything you know because it's a commitment to be in an agency you know, because when you're freelance, it's like your time, You everything is under you, right? Mm-hmm. But I said to Sander, like, oh, no, I'm not part of any agency. And he said, oh, but you would be good for this agency or this agency. And these were top agencies. So it flattered yeah. me so much because these are big agencies in Manila, right? And yeah. it was too tempting to turn down. No, I really actually wanted to say yes. So mm-hmm. one of those agencies was Prima Stella. Literally, like the day after our shoot, they sent me a DM and I was like, so starstruck because that <laughs> agency had so many big people like yeah. uh, my girl crush, Marine Robowitz. And, and I'm sure and joining the agency opened up <laughs> way more opportunities for you in the modeling. For sure. Industry. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh my gosh. So but, you, would, uh, you would definitely yeah. recommend joining an agency compared to freelancing? Um, I would say it depends on your lifestyle. So me, as I've mentioned, I, I, I'm only doing modeling because I need money. Like, <laughs> if, I could, I wouldn't, if I had money, I, I don't think I would be modeling, to be honest. Not that I don't enjoy it. It's just, um, you know, when you have a passion for something, it's like different. It's different I enjoy yeah. it, but I'm more, I'm, I'm open to admitting that I'm really doing it for money. But um, my lifestyle is that. So if, if that's, if your end goal is making money, join an agency because they will be the ones to present the work to you. You don't have to look around. I mean, there are pros and cons of being in an agency and then being freelance, right? Because freelance, you can decide your rate. There's no commission. Like you can, you can say yes to what you want to say yes to and say no mm-hmm. to what you want to say no to. In an agency, um, Sometimes you don't get that freedom, but I'm so lucky with Prima Stella because I get that freedom there. It, Prima Stella is like a family. So I would recommend an agency if they are like Prima Stella or if it is Prima Stella. So if you're a viewer and you are like interested in modeling, just be go Prima selective. Stella. Yeah. <laughs> go, for, go Prima Stella. <laughs> shout out, shout out. Always. Shout out to Prima Stella. Miss Chini, I love you. I love you too. From, from, your ex- <laughs> from your sorry, from your sorry, experience sorry. what were like the barriers did you experience any barriers because i'm sure like a lot of people who want to get into modeling they experience some like you know like troubles and trials that, oh yeah you know, yeah like so what were like some of the barriers that you experienced yeah oh this is a very good question Miguel. um well personally speaking i am going to be very open about it now but i um, I have a lot of white privilege because as we know, um, the beauty standard in the Philippines is um, Miss Isa. 
and I happen to be yeah. half white, which is not something I'm celebrating. My voice is like rice. No, it's um, it's sometimes a thing that annoys me because I know that doors open because I am white. Um, and I'm gonna talk about it now. But my biggest pet peeve, and my agency knows this because I always vocalize this, is I will never. Oh my god, I will never do like a whitening. I will never do a whitening ad because you know that's still yeah. something you know like the message is still perpetuated until this day it's a very colonial message that i don't want to yeah. send especially because i'm not white because of the product i'm white because of my features and i don't even yeah. want to be white oh my god go Marinos, go Marinos, you know i try as much as i can i'm always at the beach and it's not because i'm in cebu like when i was in qc i was under the sun as much as possible mm-hmm. anyways I'm I'm sidetracking, but um, yeah um, I I admit that I face way less obstacles than any other person would, and um, it's 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 something that's super unfair about the the industry, right? Yeah. Um, but the good thing is, um, as times are changing, um, and you know, diversity is now a bit more accepted or a bit more you know looked for sought after um it's less of an obstacle it's still there like i'm not trying to minimize it it's still there but uh yeah not so many obstacles me personally i was just doing i was just going with the flow i was like okay whatever comes to me will come to me and that's what happened for me um but i would say that being in the industry though you do you do tend to you think it'll inflate your ego like oh you get great photos of yourself and everybody loves it you know like you look beautiful in a, in a photo but um that like that inflation of your ego only lasts maybe like 10 seconds and then after you're like oh what can i do to be better? or what can i do to put my like to to accelerate a bit faster you know because you want to be at par with other people so then what i'm trying to say is you start to get all these new insecurities and that's what i noticed happened to a lot of my um fellow modeling friends here in cebu is for example pageantry is huge in cebu particularly cebu so you know the joint pageantry things and that's a whole separate thing from like um editorial or you know runway modeling that's it's 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 different commercial it's different they're like categories so in pageantry that i i can say is kind of like an insecurity pumping industry because people there will feel like oh they need to be the prettiest in the room oh like i need to look like this or my nose needs to be like this small or my waist needs to be this small or i need to be this height otherwise i won't win or i'll only i'll only go so far so yeah for me my my obstacle if i can you know if it's fair to talk about is being in this industry of modeling not pageantry per se but modeling i've gotten new insecurities and these are insecurities i didn't have before i joined modeling and they're so prominent now so for example like i have crooked teeth so if you if you're one of the visual learners viewers and you're watching this these are my teeth <laughs> I hate my teeth. Um, but it was never like anything that stood in the way. But when I joined modeling, now that I'm doing commercial modeling, because Prima Cell is a commercial modeling thing, yeah. um, I'm always thinking about what my teeth look like in videos. And I don't smile mm-hmm. so much. Like if you notice, I don't smile in photos because I hate the way my teeth look. 
it's not prima stella that's like making me feel bad about it it's myself because prima stella they're always the ones telling me to like okay just, just smile like own own your teeth you know love yourself right yeah. it's myself like you feel like you have to compete with other people but yeah that's the obstacle competition insecurity So how do you how do you how, how do you choose to overcome these insecurities or is it something that you're still trying to figure out? Good question, Zach. Um no, it's still something that I deal with every day. Like I will post a photo and I have to think, "Oh my god, do I do I really look good there?" And then, you know, I don't know if mm-hmm. this is too explicit to say but like i'll get drunk and then sometimes i'll look at my photo and i'll be like wait a second you look a bit distorted i will archive you you know like um you get a very dysmorphic view of yourself like it you feel like it's never enough right but constantly you are responsible you have to remind yourself that you know it's not as deep as it appears mm-hmm. like especially because social media plays a big part in like modeling now in like this new age right like a lot of like what i said my my portfolios online um you know previews are posted online everything is if everything is on instagram for example um you have the i would say you have the responsibility to remind yourself that it's only one side of the coin and there's like the other you know so that's something i do every day Like I'd have to tell myself, okay, you you're doing well. Like stop being so hard on yourself. You don't have to be this, you know. You know when you're this. But yeah, that's really yeah. good. Yeah, like Thanks. like I, I, before I ask my question, <laughs> I'd like to thank you for being like really honest, because I'm sure a lot of people also get insecure, um, especially now in our generation. A lot of people get insecure. And the fact that you're being yeah. honest in this um, episode, in this in, in the clubhouse, like when the listeners, they'll feel like, oh, even if like Daisy is like doing really well in modeling and she's getting all of these things done, she still feels insecure, and that makes them feel yeah. like it's normal, right? Yeah. I, so, can I add to that actually? Yeah, that go ahead. Yeah. Very nice, like you said. Um, I know, especially during the pandemic, too, people, you know, and it's like it's reported too, people are not feeling so confident with themselves and it's not just like their social skills that are like they feel like are de- deteriorating no it's like everything like they don't like their appearance they feel like oh now that they're accustomed to wearing a mask they don't want to take it off you know um you know maybe some people have gained weight and weight gain is like a bad thing to them or yeah. they feel like they lost weight or you know their skin is you know they feel like it isn't the best right it's so common right now and um <laughs> I want to say that it's justified. Like everybody feels like that. It's not to minimize what an individual person is feeling, but it's more like you're not alone in that. It's super real. Um, yeah. And the the thing you need to tell yourself is don't be so hard on yourself, you know, because mm-hmm. just don't like it's your skin, yeah. you know. Um, And I think, and I think, um, when it when it when it comes to social media, most especially, there's been like this sort of stigma wherein people oh, for think sure. that there is like a standard of beauty or like, oh, these oh, uh, sure. TikTok sure. girls are, oh my god, that's so I have to look true. like them. Yeah. No, yeah. And, and, and everyone has their okay. own standard. Of, everyone's beautiful in their own way. Exactly. Ways. 
Exactly. Yeah. And it's like what's perpetuated in social media that makes people, you know, really question themselves, right? Because you're only showing the good side of everything. You're not going to post something that's like super raw because if you post the raw, who's going to like it? You know, you want to show all the good. Why would you want to show the bad? Um, so it yeah. makes sense. But uh, mm-hmm. that's the thing that I want the viewers to kind of instill or remind themselves to yeah. do is um, it's not real. <laughs> it's really <laughs> not real. Like everything is fake. And I'll admit that about myself. Like, oh my God. My, like you'll think maybe I don't feel insecure. I don't know. I am probably the most insecure person in the room. And I'm not saying that like to, to be different. No, I genuinely like, I will compare myself. I will like eat my, I will tear, I will tear myself apart, you know, maybe more than a normal person will. Um, and it's just, it's a, it's a thing that I think everybody deals with. Yeah. And I think like, even like to all the listeners, I'm sure even if I don't know Kendall Jenner, like she also has her own insecurities, you know, and all of these yeah. models. Take, take all, Kendall Jenner, yeah. for example. Yeah. She doesn't show that really like her something. insecurities, but because like, if you look at her like social media, I mean, it's all, you see her like pretty face and all of that, but I'm sure she also has her own insecurities and a lot of models go through that as well. So we'd like to tell you guys to all the listeners that it's normal um, one day you'll pass that and you'll look like the one thing that you should do is continue to love yourself and that's why the clubhouse is here so that you learn and you understand like what other people go through and like no it's normal and you, you're if you're going through that now then just know that others are dealing that yeah there like, like what my mom tells me like with problems she says like she says this quote always it's called it like she says thou shall pass so anything in life whatever happens it will always pass right that's so nice that is so nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was really good that you said that. I think a lot of people should um, take into account all these things happening. But um, besides that, I think we can go over um, what is a shoot like? Maybe yeah. you can run oh, over okay. like your very first one or your favorite one. Up to you. Yeah. I would say every single shoot is my favorite shoot. Why? Because in Messiah, I'm very Tabian. Um, I am so talkative, so any shoot that I go to, I end up just like, oh, I'm really everybody's <laughs> there, like, we end up just having, like, it ends up being like a big chica or cuento sesh, like, it's so chica, chica. it's more, it's more like a, yeah, it's like a, it's like a, uh, it's like a hangout more than it is work, but it's nice, it's because I paid for it. Yeah, it's a party. Sometimes we drink, you know? <laughs> Not now, though, because, like, a band. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, I didn't expose myself. Oh, <laughs> but but oh no! Just, just, oh my god. Anyways, um, no, a normal shoot would be we'll go to a studio. Um, see, I'm not like a top model, so I would not know um how crazy the sets are for like you know top models. But the ones I go to are very like they're like very unintimidating. So they're nice spaces. Um, I don't know. Um pools everywhere like tech everywhere and then i don't know it's just fun the best part is you get fed for free <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah it's, it's the best part uh, what goes oh, in your what goes in your head 
like what for example they're, they're taking your picture thing. they're taking your pictures and then like they tell you like post post like what's going on oh no my head my head is literally empty 24 7 no i'm kidding my head sometimes my head is empty sometimes it isn't during a shoot though i will most likely um sometimes i, I come unprepared like especially for this podcast <laughs> right like i wasn't prepared at all but sometimes i will prepare like the posts in my head so i'll go on pinterest and i'll be like okay this shoot is a bit more editorial, so I'll look for more poses that look more snappy. Or, or if it is an editorial and it's more chill, then I'll look for something that's chill. Sometimes I don't prepare at all. Sometimes I'll just show up and then, you know, they have a stylist. And that's also fun, you know, being styled. And then the makeup, you feel like you feel like the main character, you know. And I don't know, it's, it's, a, it's a really, it's a very exhilarating feeling because... Um, you don't know what the photos look like until the photographer t- takes his first shots and then he shows you and you're like, there, look like this. <laughs> like, you're like, it's such a, it's such a, ah, like a good ego filler. Oh, you know? And then, um, yeah, it, it's, it feels really good. Um, and I feel like everybody in their lifetime should at least do one photo shoot. Do it for a debut if you're not a model. If you don't want to model, do it for a debut. Do it like with your family. Do it for fun. Oh, when I was in QC, I just went to Photo Line. Um, it's like that that ID printing shop. They mm-hmm. have it in like every mall. I went, I paid 85 pesos for six ID pictures. And I said, I want my photos taken. And not in a model <laughs> way. I just want to say, I want you to take my photos. So I went there and then I had my photos taken. And holy, holy how i can't swear <laughs> and only the, the photos came out so nice and it's like you don't have, i paid it well i asked for soft copies and they charge 50 pesos for soft copies and and etc right like the, the, my, my bill was basically supposed to be 270 but the guy gave me a big discount and he said you look like ivana alawi i'm gonna give you this whole thing for 135 oh, wow. so I know, and I walked out like shit. This is pretty privileged, but I will take it. I will take it. I saved some pesos, and I got nice photos. Yeah. So, I recommend, guys, if you made it this far and you haven't clicked out because you aren't annoyed at me yet, <laughs> please go to Photo Line or go wherever. But I'm saying Photo Line because hopefully they will make me an ambassador. Um. <laughs> Go, go there, pay. Or great image. Go to great image. Or, or great image. Great image for me. Go, go, go somewhere. Pay, pay how much and get your photos taken. And like, do your makeup, do your hair. I don't know, wear something nice and take your time taking the photos. Because when you see yourself looking good in the photo, that's enough to pump you for the next one. Like that's enough to make your day good, you know? So basically... Yeah, no, basically. Take your photos, everyone. Your take your photos. You know, like, it, it just. Yeah, take selfies. Sometimes come on. It, sometimes <laughs> it, yeah, oh my God, I was about to say. Like, stop shaming yourself for taking selfies every 10 seconds. If you're that type of person, I'm that type of person. Don't be ashamed. Like, it's yeah. good to be narcissistic. I'm saying it's that, your life. Like, I'm telling, so. I'm, I, you know, really. Uh, life is too short to not be, like, so conscious be into yourself. Yeah, dude. Be be as into yourself as you can possibly be. Like, you think of yourself as the best person that walks into a room. Yeah. Like, love yourself a lot. <laughs> love yourself. Love yourself. And, yeah. um, yeah. 
Love yourself, everybody from Daisy Zambrana. You heard it here first. <laughs> That's yeah. exclusive. Basic advice. <laughs> but it's good advice, really, really. Really yeah. good advice. I mean, yeah. It makes you so yeah. much can sense. I, can I just share that I was yeah. having lunch with two separate people the other day? Not like very platonic lunches, okay? <laughs> and um <laughs> and I was talking about myself in this manner, like, yeah, I know I'm pretty and I know this and I know that. <laughs> And I, I was feeling good about myself. And that's why, because yeah. I'm, 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 I told you I'm an insecure person. So it takes a lot for me to be able to say that, you know, to, to yeah. be in that mood. I'm, I'm, there's no in between. I'm either so full of myself or not full of myself at all. Not, yeah. But um, I was having lunch with these people and I was talking about myself like that. Separate lunches, okay? And these people, these two guys were like, wow, you're so full of yourself. You think you're so pretty. You think you're so this. And I said, yeah, I yeah. am. Like, why am I going to put you down? I'm, I'm going to run. I hope they're listening. If they're listening, I will. I hate you. <laughs> no, but, but, but really. Um, yeah. Uh, what, what you can derive from this, from this is don't let people dull your sparkle, okay? Like, if you are sparkling, oh, people hate things that shine. So yeah, or like, or like when, when you wake when you wake up, <laughs> or, or like in the middle of the day, this is like suggestion. You just go to the mirror, like look at yourself. Oh you're, God, like, wow. you're like wow. <laughs> yeah, you know, you can like, psychologically wow. Who is condition. This? <laughs> you can yeah, really, really, really. You can condition yourself to feeling good about yourself, and I'm not saying that'll work for everyone because I know some people are really deep into like uh, you know yeah. their self-esteem issues but try it if you haven't yet or keep trying it stare at yourself in the mirror for an yeah, hour that's actually, i don't know yeah that's actually <laughs> really know. good advice like if you just keep staring at yourself you're gonna get so used to it you'll be like wow <laughs> yeah but sometimes you know when you take a selfie and then you're like oh you stare at it too much and you're like oh it's getting distorted oh well, yeah then take, take uh, a step back the, yeah. take, another, take another one yeah. <laughs> or, or to the to the people who like makeup listening, um, to to everyone listening, and you like makeup, put ma- put makeup on in the middle of the night if you feel like it, even if you're not going anywhere, even if you're just going to sleep, don't sleep yeah. in it because then you'll ruin your skin. But put it on, take some pictures, and like post them if you like. Uh, that's it. Sounds so simple or like straightforward or like uh, shallow or vain. No, yeah, it, it seems like. You're so over, like so, if you do that, you're over yourself. But it's not really like that. Yeah, it is. You wanna no, no, no. make you, you want yourself mm-hmm. to feel loved by yourself, and that's so important yeah. in life. Yeah. And like, yeah. like another advice that I like to give to those people listening is that you shouldn't compare yourself. Like, this is like what we've been saying like since the start. Like you shouldn't be comparing yourself to other people, because you know other people are you know let's say you were given this type of feature, you were given this type of feature, and you should you shouldn't compare yourself because you know, you're your own person. I, it's funny that you mentioned that, Miguel, because I literally tell myself this thing all the time. So it's like a, somewhat the same thing, but it's more like, um, you compare yourself to other people because they have features that you want. Like, for example, me, I hate my teeth. Like, I mean, they look fine here. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I will <laughs> That's okay, go, go I'm ahead. not very modest, I admit it. But like, okay, in person, I won't smile from this side because it's more crooked on this side. But um, but 
you and then I'll look at someone with perfect teeth and I'll say, damn, I wish I had that person's teeth. Or or damn, I wish my forehead wasn't that big, or you know, all these like little tiny things. Yeah. And then you think about it. There are people that and this is kind of like not the best take, but you have features that other people want to, you know, like just because you don't have these things doesn't mean you don't have Anything the 80%. All, yeah. You know, like um and it's not to say, oh, that makes you uh that makes them not so good. It's more like you're good enough and good enough yeah. should be enough, you know? Like don't strive to have everything perfect because literally no one has anything perfect. Like the person that you look up to because they have nice teeth, well, maybe they don't like their hair and they wish they yeah, had your hair. Exactly. Like 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 Zach, I hate you because you can play the piano and I wish I could play the piano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but can you, you play can... the violin <laughs> i can't play it i know like one song <laughs> yeah yeah and i just want to add because i feel like it's necessary to add um it i would consider it and like an obstacle so i feel like it is really important to mention but um in this industry um you won't um maybe some people won't agree with me but I feel like you won't flourish unless you do something that takes you out of your comfort zone. So it doesn't necessarily have to be what I went through, which I'll be talking about in a second, but it is going to be something that will make you question yourself. Like it will go against the things that you would naturally do. And in order to accelerate, you have to do this thing, you know, you have to sacrifice. And it's, and it's just like in any other industry. You want to get a job, but it's in a different country, so you have to go there. Or you want to go to the school, but then, you know, you have to give up your varsity scholarship there, you know? So for, for me, personally, in this industry, what I went through was I was the type of person who was prudent. And it's not that I um, didn't like other people doing, you know, things that were not prudent. Like, I, I'm a very you-do-you person, but I personally could not do, like, very exposing pictures or um, acting and, and um, I don't know I was kind of shelled right um, I wasn't comfy doing these things but when the opportunity came to shoot with someone who particularly shot more of those kind of photos let's say you know um, bikini pictures or lingerie to me that was yeah. the most frightening thing because I was only let's say 18 right but then I realize that I was not uncomfortable doing it. And that's something that's so important is if you are presented with something, an opportunity, and it is so tempting to say yes to it because it can take you places. Don't say yes if you are not comfortable saying yes to it. So um, I said yes to doing these kinds of shoots at that age because I knew and I felt that I was capable of doing them and I was you know in the right headspace to do them I was mature enough to do them um and I took everything into consideration so if you are in that kind of in a similar situation but you are not comfortable don't force yourself to be comfortable because that isn't the opportunity for you um one day in, in any field um the right thing will come and you'll know it because you'll be comfortable saying yes to it. So don't force yourself just to keep up, you know, that's the advice I want to give, especially because I know 
a lot of the viewers are young, like um, Miguel and Zach mentioned to me earlier. Um, so if you're thinking about modeling, it's not, I wouldn't say it's like the, the, not that it's unsafe, but it's, it's not the, the most innocent, you know, industry. It's not, like, it's not for everyone. Yeah. It's, it's not, well, not really that it's more like, you know, so I, I would really want everyone to be safe. So if you have any kind of opportunities to shoot or to do this, to, to do that, um, put your safety first and put your comfort first and say no, because you can always say no. The option to say no is always there. And like I said, it's not just modeling. It's like everything else too. Yeah. Um, exercise your ability to say no. Always give your consent. And if your consent is not asked for, then literally run away. Like run, don't stay there. Don't yeah. stay there. I love that. Um, what I'm about to say actually relates to what you just said and what you were talking about a while ago. And it goes back to my bio actually in my instagram which is hey man treat yourself like someone you Self, like someone you love some, like like someone you love yeah exactly because i think um we tend to always try to make others feel so good about themselves we make these friendships have relationships with these people but then we always we forget about our own self-care we forget about putting you yourself know, first putting yourself first exactly yeah, yeah. Exactly. And also, yeah, and I, oh, sorry. Because I want to hear what you have to say first. Yeah. And for the second thing about, you know, loving yourself first, there are going to be these opportunities in your modeling career where you might think, hey, I'm going to earn a lot of money it's when promising. I do this. Or, yeah. hey, um, I might get exposed. But then if it's something that you really don't want to do, you feel that it's not your thing. Like what Daisy said then say no don't yeah. force yourself yeah mm-hmm. don't force yourself to keep up um i also want to go full circle because earlier i mentioned that in the beginning i used to do you know things for free i would say hey like you don't have to pay me you can just give me like this thing or i mean i wouldn't ask for anything but that's the offer that they would come up with um <clears throat> if you shoot with our clothes 40 different outfits for example um we'll will give you one of them, you know, and I'd say yes, because maybe they were my friend or maybe I owe them something, you know. Um, don't say, don't sell yourself short. Like I, I, I wouldn't do anything differently. Like personally, like I don't have any regrets. Um, know your worth. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, don't put yourself down. Oh, don't, don't sell yourself short because um, every everything you you do or everything you can do every everything has a price you know so um uh no no your worth and what about daisy i, I want i want to ask you a question like what about the saying that people always you know you, the, everyone hears it's like you have to go out of your comfort zone i honestly think it's so necessary like um, you are very lucky if you don't have to. Like maybe you are born into something. Wow, I just thought of nepotism, and then I got into a very bad mood. But you know, we're not gonna talk about that. Um, but I think it's necessary to put yourself out there. Um, but do it on your own terms. Like don't do it because someone is peer pressuring you to do it. Like let's say I, for example, this is not a real scenario, but. 
an agency because I wasn't, you know, being selective. And I was thinking, okay, if I join this agency, I'll get a job. And, and I do get a job, but they make me say, they, they tell me, okay, now that you're part of this agency, you need to change your nose or you need to cut your hair or you need to get bangs or you need to lose 20 pounds because, yeah, you know, you don't fit here if you're your normal weight. You know, um, don't let people walk over you. Um, don't let people peer pressure you. Um, do everything on your own terms, really, because eventually someone will come around and they will pay you for the the price that you are asking for. And it's not just modeling. It's like if you're an artist, if you're an artist, um, don't undervalue your work. Don't let someone say, hey, that abstract painting is just pink, you know, like I could have done that myself. <laughs> then that person would have done it themselves, you know. Yeah. um you decide the value you decide just um i don't know i feel like i'm rambling here but um i'm rambling yeah. like oh, no. like i i also i also want to like add and like tell the listeners that like in relation to what we all said in this episode like whatever decision that you choose like whatever cho- you know every choice has its advantage and disadvantages so like what i mean by that is you know, if you go out of your comfort zone or if you, you know, stay limited, that like both sides have its advantage and it has also its own disadvantage. So, you know, that's really how life works. So you just have to choose which one um, you think you're like, which challenge you'd like to take more. Mm-mm. So it, it really yeah, depends depends on you. You can't listen to, you know, other people. Like, I mean, what I say, like what I mean by that is like you, you have to listen to people, but you have to also you have to make the final decision. That's true. It's up to you. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. And really, like, if I hadn't um, had done those kind of like exposing photo shoots, then I wouldn't have. I really, for example, um, the first, oh, one of the first like kind of bikini shoots that I did was with a big um, photographer from Manila. And if I hadn't mm-hmm. had done that, then he wouldn't have seen the potential in me because being comfortable in that moment made him say okay this person has what it takes to be part of an agency that does big work you know so I did that thing even though it was initially something not that I was against but something that I didn't see myself doing that early on I still did it right and I'm so I I look back at it now and I'm I really think wow um I'm so happy that I was ready at that point when that opportunity was presented to me like I thank the universe (laughs) <laughs> because like now I'm uh, yeah because now because now I'm I'm because now you're here open because <laughs> yeah. now I'm here not at the bottom but not at the top between uh-huh. but not in between like I'm a little bit under it's okay I'm getting somewhere yeah 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 so there's also this quote where it's the hard decision makes or breaks you so choose wisely <clears throat> So yeah, I just want to put it out there. I love that. <laughs> so speaking of um, putting yourself out there and expanding your opportunities, maybe we can go go on and talk a bit more on your painting hobbies. Hobby. Yeah. Yeah, guys. So how is, I how have is a that life outside of modeling. <laughs> I'm not a model. Why am I even on this podcast? Just joking. <laughs> um, don't, I just said don't downplay yourself and here I am downplaying myself. Yeah, model. 
Um, so this is my painting. <laughs> I also make art. Um, really nice. Yeah, sometimes when I get paid, I will buy very expensive paint and canvases from Art Bar. Art Bar, why are your prices so high? I don't know. But I'll oh, sometimes this. get it's like, expensive. if I have extra, <laughs> yeah, this is oh, it's quite expensive. When I have extra, you know, cash on me, I will um, always get something that fills me with joy. Um, I have a very bad spending habit. And I'm going to talk about that before I talk about art um, because it kind of correlates. Um, I have a very bad habit of buying a lot of stuff on Shopee, not Lazada, Shopee. I have a very bad habit of getting stuff on Shopee and making it cash on delivery. And it just piles up. And I don't have money in my wallet, even when I when I, when I I put it in my cart and check it out. So basically, so all of these things <laughs> arrive. And they're normally from mainland China. So, you steal. so like, they take around two weeks to, to ship, right? Oh my gulai, guys. So no, what do you no, do? No, no, like no. you say, I'm can saying, I trade I for really my need to work my butt off. <laughs> yeah, I you know, you know my Shopee orders are coming when I'm rushing a painting. Oh my god, oh, I can just you sell so Yeah, because um, I saw them and like guys, you can, know my like, you know my shen my 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 shenanigans. No, no, no. I was going to say where from <laughs> what part of China are they normally from? I buy so many Shanghai. things from mainland China. No, not Shanghai. It's normally like I don't want to butcher it. Uh, but Beijing. they're normally no, 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 no. They're always like <laughs> from small, kind of like rural parts of China. But yeah. but they're super cheap. That's why I love Shopee. Um, but yeah, so whenever I have extra money, I'll I'll I have a very bad spending habit. I'll buy clothes or yeah, guys. I don't know. I think, and actually, like when it comes the podcast, to, I think it's nice. It makes me raw, right? To explain all of my faults. I'm yeah. not a perfect person. I have bad spending habits. My bank yeah. account is like never, never <laughs> ever full. And no, it's so far from full. It's never ever like, God, guys. I don't know. I'm just making myself look bad on here, guys. I'm okay. human. I'm not perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but. But, but this is my painting. Um, <laughs> I, want, I, I want to ask you something about painting. Because I actually recently just started painting and I started yeah, to like so it and love painting. it. Yeah, like I, I, I got attached to it also in a way. Yeah, exactly. So I, I want to ask is you it, something. Is it painting and golf that you're both into? I haven't painted. Yeah, uh, golf painting. Yeah. For okay. me, like recently painting golf last year. But I want to ask you something about painting. Because that's what I feel okay. like. When when you paint, do you feel like everything around you is like like everything paused around you? Like time paused. I love no, these like, questions. Like I love do you feel that also? Because I feel that. Because I feel that. Like whenever no, I paint, no. everything around no, me is like that's paused. That's so that's so valid. That's like a very like that's yeah. why a lot of people paint. Like it's like exactly. when they paint, they're taken to a different world. Yeah. I'm gonna say though that that's not the case for me. I'm so <laughs> I think I have Wait, ADHD, and I'm not trying to self-diagnose. Like I really keep asking my mom, mom. Can we please go get me checked out? Because I think I have ADHD. And she's like, yeah, 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 we'll do it. But we haven't done it yet. But I wanted to say that it's not the case for me. When I paint or when I do anything, oh my gulai, like I'm the type of person that like if I get an idea, I become hyper fixated on it. So I'll be like, yeah. I'll be like in bed. And then I'll think, oh, this color would look really good with this color and it would look nice like this and then I have suddenly I have like this whole painting in my head that I want to paint 
And if I don't paint it in that right moment, I will never want to do it. So I am, I reflexively, when I do something, I do it and I go at it for like hours until I get tired and then I stop. So for example, this painting. Oh no, bad example. I have a restaurant, just letting the viewers <laughs> know. Not me, I yeah. work for my mom's restaurant. And I painted the bathroom door, right? 6 p.m. That's normally wow. the time that Filipinos have or party begin or prepare for dinner. Not party. You guys are so crazy. No. Um, <laughs> it's the time people normally get ready for dinner or like maybe they're already having dinner. You know, some families are weird and have dinner at 5.30. Sorry. I think that's weird. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it's very weird. Oh. I'm gonna get some <laughs> this No, but wait, but but wait, listen. So it was 6 p.m. There and there's a bathroom door and pukot. There's only one bathroom, okay? But there's a door. Yes, we have a door in our bathroom. Yeah. I don't know why it's But I I I was like, this door is so plain, and I know there's gonna be a big crowd coming tonight. I literally got my paints, I painted the door while there were customers having dinner so every maybe 30 seconds someone would come to the see the, the bathroom to use it right but i was painting something and the door was literally like wet and, and then i ended up finishing that painting in that one sitting in four hours so by nice. 10 p.m it was done you have then, a picture of the painting yeah i will i will send it no i will i'll show you guys another time but it's super, it's super nice um and i did it in four hours and i was like what the hell is wrong that's when i realized something was wrong with me because i can only <laughs> i can only do wrong. something if i'm hyper fixated on it yeah no it's it's bad because it means i'm very the way i do things is passion driven so if you were to give me a desk job i probably can't accomplish it i probably yeah. cannot do it because i'm not in the mood i need to be in the mood to do something so I think that's probably different because I wish it was something therapeutic for me, but I realized like when I paint or when I do art, I have to be super pissed off or super fueled. I mean, both it, I'm still fueled, but like I need to be pissed. Like remember I made Quento with you guys earlier. I'm not going to say because the viewers will get that in the next episode. Part two. <laughs> but but remember the Quento I made earlier? Yeah, you guys have to sit around. The viewers have to sit around for that. I will I will share it in the next episode. But I made it's Quento fun. earlier. Yeah, like, when that thing happened, it was a very sketchy thing, guys. When that thing happened, <laughs> oh, I was so pissed. I was so mad. I literally, oh, I was so pissed off. I started painting. And then, it, and then the painting turned out to be so nice. And I was like, damn, like, who am I? Am I like what's uh, the Picasso? I'm. <laughs> what's the name? What's but the name of the you... restaurant again that you ma- your family manages? Um, we only own it. It's Pukot. Yeah, so shout out to Pukot. Pukot, Pukot if you if you guys are in Cebu or if you guys are traveling there, you guys should check it out. Thank you, Miguel. And, and fi- nice. find the painting. Find the paint. Find the painting. Yeah, and maybe if the timing is right, if the if the timing is right, I will still be in the toilet painting something else. So you can use the toilet like for me. If the listeners go there to Pukot, take a, take a picture and then send it to us in the clubhouse and then we'll repost it. That is so cute. Yes. Yeah, let's 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 see who the first one is. Scavenger. No, let's go. That would be that would be so cool. Yeah, and if you if you, you know, stakes are too high, 
<laughs> I don't even have money to give you. I think I owe you a bunch. If you do this, I'll give you 1,000. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Just, just go to Phuket. I will give you a drink. Because by the way, that's another hobby of mine. I mix drinks. Not an alcoholic. I don't Bartender. promote that. But yeah, but I love to make drinks. I like cocktails. and Yeah, they're cocktails. Yeah. Wait. So come to Phuket. Since we since yeah, you talked ahead. about a lot of your a lot of your beautiful creative and artistic paintings, maybe we can um, dive into the painting behind you. Like maybe you can give us a gist of like the story behind it or why is it like that? Yeah. Okay. So oh my god! I hope my data isn't listening to this. Oh. <laughs> so a few months ago, <laughs> well, please I hope she's not listening. Because I'm gonna be a very bad niece. My mm-hmm. niece, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know how I'm related to her. Anywho, she gave me a couple, couple hundred, couple thousands. Not hundred thousands, but not hundreds, because hundreds will not get you anything. Um, in the paint world, but she gave me a couple thousands. She said, "Daisy, here's some money." Go buy some paint. Go buy a canvas. I commission you to make me a moon in a post-impressionist style, meaning like Van Gogh impasto style. You know, like that that paint effect. We've seen Starry Starry Night. That look. You know, yeah. she wanted something in that style. Um, make it like a moon. I want to make it like purple. Make it like romantic. And I was like, yeah, I can do it. You see. I was just like fueled by the thousands that I saw. <laughs> Don't worry, I spent it on the paint. I didn't spend it on anything else. But so my tita gave me the money. Um, she would check in every month, like, "Hey, is my painting done?" And I'd say, like, eh, "Almost." Yeah, I told you I need to be passionate in order to paint. If I'm not, then it comes out so bad. But anyways, months go by. I think it's been a year. Oh my god, it's been a year. This is the canvas. So well, it's pink and it's not a moon. <laughs> and... <laughs> That's why. <right. laughs> so what's the story behind that painting? No, yeah. no, there are four paintings. Really, like first one, I did what she asked for. Tita Bamba, I'm so sorry. I did what she asked for, <laughs> and and then I was like, I don't really like it. Like I don't want it. I don't know. I'm the type of person where I can't release something if it's half ours. <laughs> What's the not swear word? <laughs> Half butted, you know. I will not. I will not present something if it's not like I don't know, because it's like it's me, so I don't want it to be not perfect. So I went over it again, and then it completely changed. I don't know. I can't control my brush strokes. You know, it looked. It ended up looking different. And then I was like, I was like, okay with it. I was just like, damn, I need to get paid. I need to give this to her already. It's been months. And then someone made one comment that, that they didn't like it or that it felt like it had no direction. So that got in my head. And then I repainted it again. And then it was a completely different thing. And then it and then I looked at it and I was like, damn, this sparked no joy. Because I'm telling you, art should spark joy. Otherwise, it doesn't have value, right? Um, so then I painted it again a few days ago but I painted it like months apart from each other so this was just a few days ago it's dry now because it's acrylic paint I'll bring it it's quite big it's oh, big wow. what size <laughs> is that what size is that it's, it's four by four okay maybe I should try yeah to get it's that so also. big 
Yeah. Oh, it's this nice. Is not normally my style. My style is like <laughs> I should have done this off like a backdrop. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Multimedia. It's not done. This is like a sack that I tried to stitch onto it. Um, there's glitter. And yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you got some bloopers. You got some bloopers already. <laughs> no, please. Okay. So, so the meaning behind this um, four-layered painting is, well, it's spider lilies. So there's this one um, staff at Pukot that I particularly get along with. Well, there's this one guy at Pukot that, I mean, he's a, he's a staff at Pukot. I particularly get along with him because he's the youngest one there. And his name is Franz, and he's a skater boy. Um, and he cropped up. And he's like grunge, you know. So every time I'm doing art, he's like, Oh, can you can you can I, can you paint on the on this on my phone case? Can you do this? And then he showed me something the other day and he showed me this flower. I'm very into flowers. Um he showed me a spider lily and spider lilies are apparently cursed flowers and i was like wow that means they probably don't get much attention people don't plant them because they're apparently bad luck. they are such nice looking flowers so that was my peg for this they're basically red and fringy and yeah and ironically it's the first time i thought the painting looked nice so it's really it's nice very unique yeah. Hopefully it sells because I have my Shopee <laughs> orders to pay for. <laughs> Guys, Wait, they, I, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna ask you. Finance people, business people, please teach me how to not spend all my money that I don't have. This is really I'm digging <laughs> for myself. Wait, Daisy, yeah. I wanna ask you a question about. I wanna ask you a question about that because here in the clubhouse we tell people like our, all our listeners that if you really, if you really love something, let's say your career. Then you shouldn't do it for money. So do you also believe that? Like if you're really passionate about your okay. career, you shouldn't do it for money because you should you should be doing there has to be like a bigger purpose to it. No, here's the thing. I love I I love that. I love that idea. Um I think I think it's that's what I aspire, you know, I think and everybody, anybody should aspire yeah, to have some, because, okay, if we're going to go into a very, like, um, the essence of man type of thing, like man as, like, being, you know, you're going to, we're going to talk about, and then man in place, like, in society, you will cover, um, we will cover, like, work, like, labor, and labor yeah. initially it's not supposed to be something that you do to survive, but something you do because it's it gives you, like Maybe. it has that sense of purpose, right? Like you're not yeah. on earth just to work. And that's something that I think is universally known unless you're like a capitalist pig <laughs> leader, you know, like a big guy. I don't know, like Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk. <laughs> No, I'm not, I'm not here to talk about that. But, 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 but that is, I think, a little bit romanticized because um, while I 
I, I still, of course, of course, I wish I could do anything yeah. but make money, you know? Like, I wish I could just comfortably paint. I wish I had a studio. Actually, what I want to do is I want to sell flowers. I want to have, have a flower shop. It's so, it's so random. I want to make bouquets. But um, I think in order, like, a lot of people have to think about surviving, right? So, like, even me in particular, like, like just speaking about myself, I need to think about how I will fund this other thing, you know, and not just my shopping orders, you know, like my mom's a single mom. Um, we have, there are four kids and then we have a restaurant and then, you know, so as yeah. I would like to take that pressure off, especially because I'm like at the age where I should be, where I, I could be, not should be, I could be working. So um, I will have to turn to things that I don't necessarily enjoy doing but that doesn't mean I should not do the things that I do enjoy doing. So I think there was this thing that, I mean, it was kind of like a quote. Um, you need to do four, you need to have four, okay, you should have four hobbies, like one that you make money from that sparks joy, one that you do yeah. um, just because like you want to learn something new and God, but it was like this, this thing, right? And yeah, I, saw I think that, that makes sense right like you you need to make time you need to make time for down time you know and i'm a firm believer in that like i'm gonna i'm gonna struggle and i'm gonna not enjoy the things that i do and and i mean no because i like modeling but like everything else i don't really like working in a restaurant i don't think it's for me but for example like that um i'm gonna do it because it's what puts food on the table or it's what um it's it gives me good experience like you know there's some ad- advantages to it too like i learned things um that i would not learn if i didn't work in a restaurant if or if i weren't modeling. Mm-hmm. and yeah that's it i was at kind of like a famous i don't know if famous is the right word but a popular resort here in the Cebu province um and i am commissioned by a lot of people um, my new my newest project is a bar for Chinese expats. I'm going to be painting a big, big, huge wall, like a huge mural for this lounge, and it's a high end lounge. And I will wow. start tomorrow. Yeah, and I hope. Best of luck with it. Paid. Thank you. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so for the shopping, for the shopping. For the shopping, guys. I really have, I really have too many. I could show you right now, but. <laughs> you just have to believe me it's so bad and it's like so dumb yeah That's can i actually grab really one of the good. things that i bought from shopee go ahead yeah show us the right, most, my room is right here show us the most random <laughs> random one yeah no my whole room is full of it so <laughs> this is one of the things i got off of shopee it's a pink glittery cowboy hat <laughs> what was the what's the reason behind that purchase i don't know it was nice i'm so impulsive it's really bad oh my <laughs> oh it's a small hat it's small oh. i can't even wear it out um love that yeah, that was yeah. such a waste of time next question guys <laughs> sorry sorry okay yeah, so so Daisy, with since you love painting, and also I think Zach mentioned your credentials that um, you also do graphic design. 
So like yeah, can you can you like tell us more a, a little bit more about your graphic design like journey? So my art, like my interest in art started off like traditionally, like I was painting and I had art class in the fourth grade and then I liked what I was doing. But um it kind of had its peak when I was doing graphic design because I had a laptop and I was playing this. Well, it's not a game, but have you ever heard of IMVU? No, I haven't. Well, it's like a virtual chat thing and then you have like an avatar and then you dress them up and it's still a thing now. But then I yeah. did it like when it was fairly new and I was so addicted to it because like you could dress up your avatar and stuff. And this is super random, but in the game, oh, it's not a game, in this chatting app thing, in this application, you could have a profile picture and what people would do was they would sell profile pictures of their avatars that were edited graphic. for credit yeah. for mm. credit kind of like an nft <laughs> no but there's no value in this <laughs> but it's it's like it's like i would i would do digital design right and it's normally very small like a few pixels big and i and i really i really enjoy this like it's doable i like it um i want to be good at it so that's what i did for the mm. next like five years, I don't know, six, seven. I did it for a year, no, maybe even eight years. I did it for like so long. Um, so I would go on this forum, like it's an international forum, and then I would make digital art, like profile pictures or um, commissions for for gamer people. So let's say you play mm -hmm. Black Ops 2 zombies, right? And there's <laughs> this girl, Missy, who wears a... Who wears a cowboy top and shorts and boots and she's super hot and and you want this fan art of her but so i would commission exactly that and then i would get paid for it and i had a paypal and people would send me so honestly daisy you've talked to us about doing so much things and it seems that you're very passionate about everything that you do and it's Truly inspiring to me, to Miguel, and I'm pretty sure to the listeners also. Yeah. And it shows how much you've grown and how much you've learned through these experiences that you went yeah. through. And yeah, we're both super excited to see what's in store for you in the future for the mural that you're doing tomorrow. But <laughs> you should besides, be <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, besides that, what would your one advice be for? Sorry, my cat is life? knocking on my door. Go, yeah. get your cat. <laughs> she knows how to knock. Come on. First of all, adopt. Don't shop. <laughs> you adopt. That's nice. Yeah, but so this is my this is my cat Julia. I have I had three. So she was like our local cat. Yeah, she's a calico cat, meaning she has brown, black, and white colors. She's like the biggest B I T C H. I can't say it because it's explicit. She's so mean, but. My two other cats were so friendly and they were Persian cats, like a pure, and they were so fluffy and so cute and they were big. They were like dogs. And I'm left with her now. It's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, my first advice, stop meowing with that. <laughs> my first advice is adopt, don't shop. My second advice would be to not dwell so much on current happenings. And that doesn't mean um, that you shouldn't feel the things that are happening to you um take those things absorb them learn from them but don't dwell on them and it's and, and i'm saying it kind of is in line with earlier but not so much because earlier i said um 
that you shouldn't be too hard on yourself. And whatever industry you find yourself in or whatever um, path you are on, um, for sure, you will feel down, you will feel beat up, um, or you will feel like the whole world is against you or it's not working or the timing is so bad or, or whatever, it's just not working. Um, just know that whatever bad situation you're in doesn't last. So um, yeah, in 20 years, my, my favorite thing to ask myself is, will it matter in 20 years? Will it matter in like 20 months? Will it matter in you know 20 weeks, 20 days, 20 hours? Like, and literally that helps so much because the next day it's not even a problem anymore. Really like yeah. things are only as big as um, so uh, right like energy for things that matter and keep calm and carry on really like i'm, I'm oh kind of God. just stringing all of like these <laughs> famous lines together but just trust timing and then you will end up doing you'll end up where you belong you know what i mean like just trust it trust him it's not a trust in god's timing but this is for everyone regardless of early early exactly yeah early like your advice because i actually read a book before it was called the subtle art of not giving a of not giving a please i love that <laughs> yeah. Mark Manson. very good book <laughs> so yeah um with the book the subtle art of not giving a it mainly talks about how other people are going through their own problems. They're going through their own challenges. So you should, it's basically saying how you should only deal with the things that matter to you the most. Like one of the examples in the book was saying like, there's this old granny um, in the paying and the cashier. And she was so mad because everything was taking so long. You, sh- you, you shouldn't really care about what that granny's saying and you shouldn't be like what why is she so mad like she's doing her job like that person's mm-hmm. going through her own challenges like maybe she's yeah. realizing that she's really she's really really old she's already aging she has she, she understands how she has little time left so yeah it's basically so in a way in a way it's mm-hmm. kind of saying like just be a bit more compassionate you know like yeah yeah let you know you don't know what exactly. they're you don't know what they're through. going through and Zach, you're so right. That was a very nice message from that book. 100%. Yeah. yeah so well, again, go ahead. You said everything. Well, well, Daisy, thank you so much for, you know, coming here to the clubhouse. We appreciate your time. And I'm sure no, like this episode is re- really, really good episode. I'm sure a lot of people learn from it, especially those who want to start their journey in modeling. If they like have a passion for painting or graphic design, I'm sure they learned a lot. And Definitely, we're gonna have you here again very soon. Uh, we can't wait very to talk. Soon, yeah, we can't wait to talk more with you. And um, if you wanna, sh- if you wanna shout out your socials, and Puka, um, you can shout out. Puka. Yeah. Will I sound like a grandma or like a millennial if I <laughs> if I shout out my link tree? Because if you go on my link tree, everything's <laughs> in my link tree. So yeah, yeah I have ahead. my LinkedIn. I have my website, I have my Instagram, my TikTok, my Spotify. Guys, that's another passion I have. Shout out to my Spotify, Daisy Zambrano. I make a lot of playlists 
um and not in an indie like i'm so different and i'm so quirky because i listen to music type of way <laughs> and uh i really like music and i make playlists based on very specific things so if you enjoy that follow my spotify i'm always looking for people to follow me on spotify what's your spotify just, it gives us sense this is umbrano no space best playlist guys for i'll check it out um yeah Yeah. I'm not even going to shout out my Instagram even though my Instagram is I would I would say my digital portfolio. You guys go on it. Like sure. Yeah. Um but check out we'll, my Spotify. We'll, we'll tag that. And my link tree. My link tree is in the bio of my Spotify. So click the click the link. <laughs> no, it's in the bio of my Instagram. So go on my Instagram and click the link in my bio to see my other socials. Yeah. And you want to shout out Pukot? And shout yeah, thank you. Shout out to Pukot, my family restaurant. Uh, go there, please. We need the sales. Just kidding. Go <laughs> on your own free will. Um, we would love to serve you. And um, yeah, stay safe. Always wear a mask, everyone. I don't believe in face shields. Oh my Definitely. god, will I get shot for saying that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, they said face shields don't work. If you can. Face masks. Yeah, it, face yeah, they don't. It's But, super yeah. redundant, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Malls, if you're listening, stop. Oh my. <laughs> um, get vaccinated if the opportunity presents itself to you. Don't worry. No, don't cut either. I mean, really, there's there's no point in cutting now because it's kind of accessible, just slow. But get vaccinated if you can get vaccinated and um, vote. Register to vote. Um, Love that. Don't forget to socially distance. Yeah. And be kind to each other. Be a bit more compassionate, <laughs> as what Zach mentioned about the book. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because if you guys haven't checked, uh, like seen our post recently about the uh, about the booster shots, you guys should check that out. And like what we always Get tell you guys, shots. like what Daisy said. Um, check the post out um to, to learn more and like if you guys like what daisy said if you guys are not vaccinated yet get vaccinated um social distance mm-hmm. wear your face mask at all times you know like we're all going through this and we should all help each other so definitely um like listen and We hope that you guys learned a lot from this episode. Uh, we hope to continue to inspire you guys. Forget to subscribe on our YouTube and follow our TikTok and all our other socials. Uh, we'll appreciate all your support. And if you're an aspiring model and if you like painting, share this to your family and friends. We'd appreciate it. Yes. So again, oh, this is the clubhouse. I do want to add. I do want to add. Sorry, Miguel. Um, okay, go ahead. If you're go listening ahead. and you want to reach out to me or you want to ask me questions because for some yeah. reason you still want to listen to me talk or whatever i don't know by any chance you can always like reach out to me on my social medias i'm very active on instagram so send me a message and i will reply with my open bookness yeah yeah and her, her instagrams and our post so check that out as well and if you guys Thank love you. this episode don't forget to follow the clubhouse don't forget to share it don't forget to comment like everything do everything you like. if you love this episode yeah and If you guys super like it, we'll have another one with Daisy, and we can't wait to have you, Daisy, again. Again, this is the Clubhouse. My name is Miguel Mendoza, and I'm Zach Pena. See you all next week for another very exciting episode.
you wouldn't want to miss don't it. miss on that yeah see you guys